Hello everyone, and welcome to Kane and Rinse Sound of Play 130. Static, deeper concise, we kind of stick to the point. DOC, 
dressed and good to go, ready for the show. I never look in the mirror, and I know everything's complete. It's not conceit on the stage with me to rock to the beat. It never takes much. I will admit it's a known fact. We're on hit. They're always late. When we have a date, it's time to get it straight. Eliminate mistake. Nevertheless, when we triple it up, we rock the stage. We fill your cup. We're shaking deep. You're dressed to the team. Let's get in motion. You have a job to complete. The time is right. Straight up, my brother. It's time to apply the mind and everything we say. Man, what are you trying to say? Yeah, Doc, what are you trying to convey? Hey, it's just an average day. Just, 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 just. Stay in Sound of Play, we bring you some of our and your favorite pieces from the mini video game soundtracks we've enjoyed over the decades. As you may have noticed, we are on another uh, 10th episode. Every episode that ends in a zero. Yeah, the math works out there. Every episode that ends in a zero. <laughs> we do something special. Sometimes it's a retrospective of an entire series, like we've done Donkey Kong Country and Persona and Katamari. And uh, The Legend of Zelda as well. You can go back and find those among others. Uh, Sometimes it's like a retrospective of one year in video game music. We did a special about the year 1990. And today we're doing uh, something a little bit different. As you may have ascertained from the way in, uh, we're going to be talking about various instances throughout video games of hip-hop and rap music. And so... I am Ryan Heyman, and joining me today are Mikhail and Carl from the Sound of Play Cane and Rinse Stable. Hello. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the standard courteous greeting in rap circles. Yep. <laughs> um, right. So we are, uh, as we were mentioning in the green room, we are all a bunch of white guys talking about rap music. And so, you know, we're going to use whatever level of experience we have uh, going into the increasingly expanding and diverse genre to uh, talk about our experiences with rap music in video games. I'm curious because rap music has changed greatly over the years. It's it's branched out into all sorts of different sub-genres and sounds mm. and styles. Uh, Mikhail, as the oldest of us here, when did you get into rap music and what style of hip-hop or rap is the kind that you tend to gravitate towards i got into it at 12 years old you know your your early 80s mid 80s sort of party rap and you run dmcs after that but uh, like one act that really got me into hip-hop was uh, public enemy because it's really blew my mind when i heard it first Mm, it's like you know the, the the production by the by the bomb squad and just Chuck D's angry authoritative voice and Flavor Flav squealing and yelping and screams at the back. It sounded like you know a riot going down on wax basically, <laughs> and like the the production team was uh, the the bomb squad seemed to be breaking any musical rule that existed. It s- sounded like a collage of noise, 
uh, and that immediately stood out to me, spoke to me. So from there on out, I started uh, tuning into to hip hop, and a couple of couple of my friends were uh, also uh, started to get heavy into it, and we had a whole little little group of friends who were graffiti writers, later a graphical artists. So we we were drawing comics all together and listening to De La Soul, Tropical Quest, Public Enemy, all that all that stuff prefer a grassroots style of of hip-hop but i'm uh, I'm, I'm not too too conservative or too close-minded so i'm willing to give every uh, a lot of things a listen and what about you carl when did you come into the genre when i was pretty much joining high school or senior school uh, for people from uh, england and sort of mixing with my friends and, and getting our music together. And I had like a, a diverse range of music that I enjoyed, but I really sort of started to get a little bit hooked on like Notorious B.I.G., Tribe Called Quest. In college, it was Missy Elliott and Ludacris, DMX, Eminem, like that sort of range. And I much preferred sort of that to not be a little angrier, sort of the more emotive uh, mm-hmm. rap rather than the, the the style written for the tune first that sort of catchy the you know the old earworm style that we 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 get mostly now um so yeah it's sort of the late 90s uh obviously notorious behind your side um late 90s early 2000s uh era of rap and before that sort of notorious big they'll come and then myself i got into rap around middle school i believe and being in a um, fairly white area of Seattle, of all places, it wasn't a huge bustling community of uh, rap fans around my uh, my particular neighborhood. And so I was kind of in it alone. I would discover artists on uh, online message boards and uh, and on uh, rap radio stations and stuff like that whenever I could get a, a chance to experiment with different um, different artists, but I got really into Eminem at the beginning. I kind of gained an awareness of the genre at about the time that Get Rich and Die Tryin' and the Eminem show and that kind of round of uh, fairly strong entries into the genre were being released. And so I think I just kind of hit it at a good time and I've been riding that wave ever since. Uh, nowadays, I prefer music that's a little bit more lyrically intricate. I like songs that are uh, pretty like fast and precise in their lyricism and sometimes uh, pretty clever as well with their with their wording. I like uh, Tech 9 and Eminem and Exhibit and um, rappers like those that uh, seem to have fun playing with the words. And so I think we're going to get a, a wide range of contributions today. The track that played us in is chronologically the oldest track that we'll be playing today. And uh, this is one of McKeel's. I noticed that this kind of plays into that very old school mm. style of the da 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 type of sound that we'd get from older hip hop. Yeah. Uh, why don't you introduce this song? A little bit more beyond that, I guess. A little bit more sophisticated early 90s, uh, post uh, Eric B and Rakim. It's very much a track of its time. Uh, it samples uh, George Clinton's Atomic Dog in that sort of specific way that uh, it would be sampled before Dr. Dre took uh, Parliament of Funkadelic's uh, whole oeuvre and made something yeah, kind of different sounding out of it. The track is by a completely obscure group that I couldn't find any 
uh, info on called uh, Three Stories High. Um, there are three rappers called Peter Gunn, D.O.G. and Doc. And they, they seem to be of uh, African-American descent. And they have a Japanese DJ, Koji. The music is taken from EP called Famous Last Words. And it was only ever released in Japan. So it never had a worldwide release, that, uh, that little EP. And it was yeah all used up in B-Rap Boys in sort of a medley style. And B-Rap Boys was a, a hip and happening uh, arcade game, uh, arcade beat-em-up. Uh, in which you control one out of three little cool dudes on bicycles that beat down thugs in the streets in a very cartoony sort of way. And it was a sequel to DJ Boy by the same company, Kaneko, which also is kind of <laughs> hip and happening, if not uh, for the first end-of-level uh, boss, uh, who was uh, kind of an awful, you know, you would say a racist caricature of a, of a black woman. With the, with the sequel, they kind of got a little bit more... Uh, quote unquote down and uh, <laughs> and and made it uh, and took a little bit more of an authentic sound to it and took the the whole theme a little bit more serious. The track that I chose, uh, "Average Day," is sort of the first thing you hear once you insert your coin and start playing, and then it gets cut up and mixed and sort of medleyed with uh, the other tracks uh, on the EP throughout throughout the game. Yeah, a funny little pleasant track, and it sounds. Very much like a hip-hop track of its time. I guess also because it sounds competent but fairly unoriginal, that might also be a reason why this music was never released outside of Japan. Because in those days, you know, having an original sound in the hip-hop scene was very much a must. You, you, you didn't, you didn't mm-hmm. want to sound like anyone else. Everybody had to have their own original sound. So for, and that, that even came through in the business of the, uh, of the culture because famously, uh, Nas, Nasty Nas, the rapper Nas was uh, turned down by Russell Simmons, uh, of Def Jam because supposedly he sounded too much like, uh, Cool G Rap. So even the, the record execs were hammering on that originality. So, yeah, I guess that's why we never heard of this group and they never went, yeah, they never did anything except for that, uh, that EP that was uh, used for, uh, for B-Rap Boys. Uh, let's get into our second track here. Uh, this is, I, I don't want to say one of the pioneers of rap in the video game space because uh, that might be a little diminutive, but um, I think it's one of the early touch points that people think of when they think of rap in video games. <laughs> It is Parappa the Rapper on the PlayStation 1. I grew up loving this game. Like, I've played this one to death. All the time, Masaya Matsura's weird Japanese rap soundtrack was really catchy, really kind of kid-friendly in a way that a lot of rap music tends not to be, but still displays some level of of cleverness with the beat composition, especially with the uh, sometimes the lyrics as well. Uh, what I've picked out to play today is Cheap Cheap, the Cooking Chickens rap, which I picked this one because I really like the beat. Uh, it has the sound of a uh, kind of an early afternoon cooking special TV show, <laughs> but looped into kind of a hip hop type of beat. Yeah, it has, it has a jazzy little saxophone in there as well, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so cheesy, but it kind of sounds unlike anything else that I've ever heard. Over the over the top of it, of course, it's this standard. The master repeats a line, and then Parappa wraps it back. I just love the uh, cheap, cheap the cooking chickens performance, just as this a standard, slightly angry cooking show host 
And um, yeah, but it's, it's all very domestic and it's all very uh, lighthearted and fun. And the lyrics are just kind of nonsensical enough in that, that good Messiah Matsura way that, uh, yeah, it's, it's very catchy. It's very fun. Uh, did you guys grow up with this one as well? Yeah, uh, Parappa the Rapper was sort of a huge deal at the school. I never quite clicked with playing the game. Um, it never felt like the, like the timings were tight enough for me, but you couldn't help but deny that the, the songs in it had endless amounts of charm. Um, so it was it was one of those uh, true genuine earworms where you you know you'd, you'd be sat at your desk doing the schoolwork and you get punch get punch <laughs> it's all and you you know it's just it starts playing over and over and over in your head until you know um, the only way to sort of get over it is to play the game get the song out of your head and, and sort of move on and and I think uh, when we would talk about it in circles everyone had a different favorite that was on there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was definitely a big deal in my childhood. I only ever played it on one of those uh, PS1 demo discs, so I guess that had the Master Onion track on it. It's funny what you say about the uh, the chill, kid-friendly nature of it, because also, just apart from the music, what really also always stood out to me about Parappa the Rapper were the Richard Scarry-like uh, kids' book, pop-up book, illustration, uh, visual style. Let's listen to Cheap Cheap the Cooking Chickens rap. comes in every way. I ain't got no time for nobody. My style is rich, dope, fat, and witch. We'll make a cake today that looks rich. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. M-I-X the flour into the bowl. M-I-X the flour into the bowl. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. M-I-X the flour into the bowl. M-I-X the flour into the bowl. Yes, means you gotta try. I'm doing this for years, but don't ask me why. Butter, butter, butter joins the bowl. Butter, butter, butter joins the bowl. We're making us a cake that you've never seen before. We're making us a cake that you've never seen before. Heat up the oven, now we're on a roll. Heat up the oven, now we're on a roll. Cheap, cheap, cheap's the name of my soul. Cheap, cheap, cheap's the name of your soul. The other day, I was called a little turkey. But I'm a chicken goddess, your beef jerky. Put the cake in the oven for a while. Put the cake in the oven for a while. Leave it there, come on, clean the pile. Leave it there, come on, clean the pile. Put the cake in the oven for a while. Put the cake in the oven for a while. Leave it there, come on, clean the pile. Leave it there, come on, clean the pile. Here, I got a little sample. Here, I don't have a sample. Cause ample time's just what we don't have. Cause money and time's just what we don't have. A chicken in the kitchen is making all the sound. The cake is done while we were sitting around. All we gotta do is apply the final touches. All we gotta do is apply the final touches. Take off the shrimp, the clam, and the perches. Take out the shrimp, the clam, and the perches. The perch goes here, the clam goes there. The perch goes here, the clam goes there. The little tiny shrimps just go everywhere. The little tiny shrimps just go everywhere. Whatever you like's in the middle, fiddle. Whatever you like's in the middle, fiddle. Seafood cake comes just like the riddle. Seafood cake comes just like the riddle. Okay, okay, that 
wasn't so hard, was it? Carl, we have your first request of the day. This is a uh, a song from Busta Groove. I've not played that, but why don't you walk us through what this game and the song is? This is quite interesting that it follows Parappa the Rapper because this is a rhythm-based game on the PlayStation 1 that I did really get on with um, quite a lot. I used to play this over and over with my friend, um, in a, the two-player mode, and it was was incredibly well done, and the music was just wonderfully catchy amongst a, a range of of genres. But for this, I selected the rap one, um, and it was one of my two favorite tracks in the whole game. The, the track's called "Too Bad." Um, it's the main theme for the character Heat, uh, who's one of the dancers in the game. It's essentially Buster Groove, uh, where you are dancing. It was just so unbelievably charming and fun to play. Even after 20 years, I still regularly listen to this score, this soundtrack. Uh, the sad part is, like so many games of that era, we just don't quite know who the composer was of this track. It's a it's a range of various sound designers and composers for, for all the different styles of music, so sadly we don't know who that is. But I, ju- I just think it's a, a really good up-tempo uh, rap track that... that Still makes me smile to this day. I, I remember the animations, the stage design so well uh, for the countless times that I've played this game. This is too bad from Buster Groove.
right, Mikhail, you bring us a Street Fighter track. I know that there seems to be a pretty strong crossover between rap music and the fighting game scene. Yeah, I picked Moving On by uh, a legendary Capcom fighting game uh, composer Hideki Okugawa, who yeah is also famous for his work on uh, the Dark Stalkers uh, series. A rapper called Infinite, uh, who was once part of a Canadian underground hip-hop group called Ghetto Concept. So I, I actually picked this track on the very first sound of play that I was ever featured on uh, way back in 2016, summer of 2016, uh, because I love it so much. And I just had to pick it again because on a themed show like this, it, I feel like it shouldn't be omitted because in my opinion, it might just be the best original hip-hop song uh, composed and created for a, a video game. I also went in, I did a little research on uh, how this collaboration between Capcom and Infinite, who also did uh, the announcer vocals on uh, Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, that the, the track is from, at least two other tracks uh, that he did vocals for, how, how this collabor collaboration ca uh, came about. So I managed to dig up some uh, an interview from 1999 via the website schmuplations.com, which Kane Rince is uh, supporting on uh, Patreon as well, because it's really, like Leon said before, a goldmine of uh, translated uh, Japanese developer interviews. This was an interview for, uh, uh, taken from Game ST or Gamest magazine uh, in 1999 with uh, Street Fighter 3's general producer Noritaka Funimitsu. And they asked him what the sound was about. Were, the interviewer asked him, like, there's rap and hip hop. It's a very different feel from what we've seen in fighting games up to now. And Funimitsu answered, yeah, we really wanted to challenge ourselves to try and do something new with the sound too. It was very important to us. We used the Canada hip-hop artist Infinite for the opening track, and I think they came up with something really cool. You know, the whole st sound staff really tried to capture the essence of those words, fight for the future with their music. If they had only followed the story alone, I don't think the same feeling would, feeling would have been conveyed. And in the article, The Long Strange History of Street Fighter and Hip-Hop, by Stephen Kears on uh, Vice's Waypoint uh, subsite, in December 2016, December 15th, Stephen also wrote, uh, I think he dug into the, the history of the, the songs on, on Third Strike. And he wrote about uh, Infinite that he had a single uh, afternoon to write his three songs and only a single studio, studio session with Third Strike's sound team, most of whom he couldn't even speak with. But the chemistry is there. Uh, Stephen writes, uh, Okugawa set out to make a hip-hop-infused score and he actually did it. But again, this wasn't a product of innate synergy. Not only had the two previous versions of Street Fighter 3 worked fine without being hip-hop-centric, but Infinite re readily tells me that he was mostly in it for the opportunity. It was just business, he says. Because he had grown up playing Street Fighter, Infinite did have some attachment to the series, but he can't front. I probably still would have did it if it was a game that I never really messed with like that, he admits. So, here we are then, with uh, Moving On by Hideki Okugawa and vocals by Infinite.
out in the Rex Village A dark world with street soldiers, thugs and gangbangers Just like we showed you that last part of your life But now it's changed to the newer era Sick, even more colder than whatever Yo, it's time I moved on I put my title up Everybody got defeated It's time you hung it up Optional And level you on, you better settle This would've been the closest you got To the metal If you plan to start from scratch You gotta fight your way up It's all about the victory And who's getting ate up Survivors are always labeled the fittest That's why you couldn't win this I'm the living legend, veteran in this My first priority got dealt with successfully Nothing more to prove in my corner No more testing me I finished all my missions You tell me who the best could be Capcom and Lockdown Infinity is the fighter So I'm on the Now my life is much better Going to bigger things But we hustle forever We cut your life short Plus you thought you was clever It's all about the family You stay silent forever Yo, I moved on Now my life is much better Now we on some bigger things But we hustle forever We cut your life short Plus you thought you was clever It's all about the family You stay silent forever Survived as a street soldier and stayed silent forever. Cause of that, now my life is much better. This is making history, the age will tell you much better. Who's best in the challenge to really blow up your spot? Mix a little cap on with T.O. What you got? An unbelievable force, too much power to try to get into. Catch us on the next sequence, a little more to do. You try to pick the evilness to try to bring me down. But I got Almighty One on my side holding it down. This time I moved on, bigger things, bigger contenders. Get this paper from winning matches and money spenders. Motion picture type, so what's it gonna be? You're tuned in the new world of Street Fighter 3. So I moved on, now my life is much better. On to bigger things, but we hustle forever. We cut your life short. Plus you thought you was clever. It's all about the family. We stay silent forever. So I moved on, now my life is much better. Now we on some bigger things, but we hustle forever. I cut your life short. Plus you thought you was clever. It's all about the family. We stay silent forever.
village A dark world with street soldiers, thugs and gangbangers Just like we showed you that last part of your life But now it's changed to the newer era Sick, even more colder than whatever Yo, it's time I moved on, I put my title up Everybody got defeated, it's time you hung it up Optional, the level you on, you better settle Right now, a game that kind of references another side of the hip-hop culture, so to speak. This is kind of a bizarre Sega game. Uh, Mikuel, why don't you walk us through this one as well? Jet Set Radio may be one of the, the coolest games I've ever played. Just It has like styles, style for days. By now, everybody knows about this game, right? So I don't have to tell too, mu- uh, too much about <laughs> this. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, fairly recent re-releases on uh, downloadable platforms. You basically control a gang of uh, graffiti writers, a little crew, protest against an oppressive regime, regime by uh, tagging and uh, creating pieces all over the place. The whole game has this sort of Japanese urban feel to it. It comes with a, with a soundtrack that's uh, for about three-fourths composed by Hideki Nakanuma. Funky Radio is a track that, uh, by uh, a very unknown group, and I couldn't find anything about them either, uh, called BB Writes. It always fills my heart with energy once it starts playing when, when I play the game. It's a good one. Uh, the, the rapping in it isn't particularly strong. It's actually the pro- probably the, the, the track's weakest point. It sounds like a, a bootleg Snoop Dogg, complete with sort of... He half bites or picks half lines uh, that were once said by uh, by Snoop Dogg, and uh, yeah, it comes off kind of half-assed and not really. You know, there is not there's not a lot of conviction in his uh, in his voice. The track overall, the music really saved this one. So, Funky Radio by <laughs> BB Writes. They really know how to sell a song there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's 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 mer- it's mercifully short. The rapping is actually.
All right, now we're getting back to another fighting game track. Mikhail? Capcom versus uh, SNK Millennium Fight 2000, a, a game we spoke about in the Capcom versus series uh, Kane and Rins episode we did uh, late last year. Needle is a track by Satoshi Ise that features rapping by an unnamed artist. This track is featured in the, the back alley stage of Capcom vs. SNK 1, which is a very... I mean, all the stages in uh, the first uh, Capcom SNK are really impressive looking. And this one has some... It's, it's a very dark, graffiti-laced back alley, uh, and it has spotlights shining on uh, particular sections of the walls uh, that casts... Uh, shadows behind the ca- fighting characters so you get basically have 2d sprites with uh, real-time shadows cast behind them it's it's really quite uh, something to behold uh, powered by uh, sega's uh, naomi arcade uh, board as well because this was when capcom started abandoning their their cps uh, 2 and 3 hardware and started uh, creating their fighting games on uh, on Sega's uh, hardware. So it's a perfect fit for the Dreamcast, of course, that it got uh, ported to. Uh, it's it's really... Needle is really this really hardcore, classic hip-hop breakbeat track. If you start listening to it, don't uh, adjust your, uh, your dial, as they say, because it actually start The real beat kicks in, uh, kicks in after 20 seconds. It starts out very muted, almost filtered. It really fits the setting of the stage. So it contains samples of uh, Do You Like Scratching by Mark Malcolm McLaren and World Famous Supreme Team. It's sort of a classic DJ uh, joint. And Buffalo Gals by Malcolm McLaren as well. Uh, Human Beatbox by the Fat Boys. Uh, Yo Yo by Rose Royce, the funk and disco band. And... Get Me Back on Time, Engine Number no. 9 by Wilson Pickett, uh, a 70s soul track, uh, which also formed as a base for State of the Compton by, uh, by NWA. So the, the noise, it has this very oppressive noise in there that, uh, that you'll no doubt recognize if you're familiar with the track. And the lyrics are a very fairly nonsensical jumble of lines. They're very hard to follow because it's this sort of a noise filter uh, throughout, throughout the track. Uh, and there's they also have a certain faux conscious flair so you get some choice lyrics like the opening lines mr northern exposure i thought that i told you knowledge my wisdom understanding my culture so it's there's this hint of there of like early socially conscious uh, early 90s uh hip-hop in there like that type of vernacular uh finishes with because i'm a killer i'm ready to get ill as soon as my tea is wet i'm ready to fucking spill and of course, the, as soon as my tea is wet, it's not really what he says, but I'm, uh, I just made put put that in there because it's, sure. it's the most amusing uh, line I could uh, I could put in there. <laughs> Oh, 
one of my favorite aspects of rap music, and uh, Mikio's already mentioned this, but it's the fact that old music is brought back and kind of recontextualized, whether it's a very heavily kind of chopped and screwed into just sampled in that way, or if it's taken almost wholesale like this piece and given a different accompaniment. So Carl, why don't you take us through this interesting remix? Yeah, so this is uh, one of the things that I also like is that sometimes you get two styles that you wouldn't necessarily expect to, to merge and you actually get something that comes off working really, really well. So this is a pretty well-known rap artist and quite often video game star, Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. <laughs> featuring The Doors. It's, it's a style and a balance of music that I've always enjoyed, the, the, the slightly more relaxed nature but with pointed lyrics um obviously not the case here this isn't like Mikel's track this is a little bit more laid back it's uh, a sort of a mix up on the track riders on the storm uh from the seminal need for speed underground 2 uh the, the smash hit for EA from 2004 that um myself and pretty much everyone i knew at school well at college absolutely loved i mean this was this was a huge deal for playing um with just a truly wonderful soundtrack and this was the song that was sort of done for it with lyrics regarding you know street racing at night and it just perfectly embodies the whole spirit of that that game uh whilst being quite relaxing and and, and enjoyable and, and really mellow in the way that we know that Snoop Dogg spends 90% of his life, it seems. I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, this is just a track that I really enjoy listening, even outside of the context of, of gaming. And it was something that I thought would just sort of break up uh, many of the different styles of rap tracks that we do have I, on this show i imagine it's a pleasant listen for, uh, for nighttime drives in uh, in that particular game yeah it, it's just a, it is a really cool track because uh, until i heard it for the first time playing the game it's something that i wouldn't have expected and it's sort of you had to double check that you yeah that definitely does that is definitely snoop dogg and that is mm-hmm. definitely the doors um so yeah, I, I hope everyone enjoys it. This is Riders on the Storm by Snoop Dogg featuring The Doors. Hey yo, Jim, man, won't you, won't you kick some of that, you know? You, you know how you do it, man. It's a trip, people don't even believe we're together right now. But, but, but tell your story, you know the one I like. Say it for me. Riders on the Storm. Riders on the storm Into this house we're born Into this world we're thrown Like a dog without a bone An actor out alone Riders on the storm There's a killer on the road His brain is squirming like a toad the 
There's a king bumping in the back. How about that? Drifting, lifting, swifting, coasting, testing, roasting. But the wheels won't stop. 200 on the highway, fresh up off the block. He's a rider, nah, he's a killer. Dressed in all black, but his hat says Stella. Pedal to the metal. I gotta go hard, drive by and say hello. Hey, Fred Wreck, you my mellow. Now let me hear what I sound like a cappella. Roll, ride, dip, sweat. Now bring it back, just like this. Like a dog, without his bone. I like a G, without his chrome. It's hard to imagine. The homie dog in the jag, and he checking for the checkered flag. Coming in first, never in last. Cause my car too fast I never ever run out of gas Cause I'm just too clean I do it up a class So fast in your seatbelts It's so hot It'll even make heat melt So get a board And roll and ride Slip through the snow Like storm. a dog without a bone And actor out alone Riders on the storm There's a killer Things that I never would have saw before. Hey, yo, Jim, let him in, let him in. Open up, my back tire smoking up the whole street. And now the police want to flash their lights and chase the dog all night. But I won't pull over nor give up, cause I just don't give up. Yeah, I'm from the side, boy, where we was born and raised. Straight up to ride, boy, continuously. We get to it expeditiously. We keep the light on, east side on. Snoop Dogg in the doors, and yeah, we about to ride. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. Into this house we're born. Into this world we're thrown. Like a dog without a bone.
I do like that really laid-back West Coast rap. That's uh, one of my favorites when I was growing up. I, I grew up listening to a lot of Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, and just that whole style of uh, those instruments, that kind of laid-back attitude is, um, I, I find it preferable to the more typically kind of intense East Coast rap. But, you know, there's definitely room in my heart for both. But mm. uh, hearkening back to that West Coast style, um, this next track doesn't have any rapping on it, but it definitely fits into the genre of rap music because it's an instrumental track that is playing off of a, um, almost a deliberate kind of style homage to Dr. Dre. Mm. Uh, type of beat composition yeah it's it sounds like uh it could have uh, come off uh, the chronic uh, yeah, in 1992 <laughs> album yeah it's exactly what they were going for uh this is the theme song from grand theft auto san andreas this was composed by michael hunter and uh this is just kind of a um a track it'll loop a few times but it'll kind of drop things in and out it, it definitely puts you into that mindset of being uh, down in LA and uh, during that time period specifically and it really fits that uh, game pretty well especially since the characters from that game are based off of NWA members and uh, you know it has this whole consciousness of its time and place it was trying to evoke uh, so anyways the theme song from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas to the Xbox here. Uh, this is a, a particular oddity that I remember there being a lot of, well, I don't know if I want to say buzz about, but definitely interest in. It was one of those instances of a celebrity lending their likeness to a game, but one that didn't seem uh, like a cheap cash-in, one that actually seemed like they put some legitimate effort into it. This is the, from what I understand, very silly 50 cent bulletproof the whole thing always uh, seemed like a, a vanity project uh, to me. yeah and of course this was followed up by 50 cent blood in the sand which i think kind of amped up the silliness factor mm -hmm. uh, but in a way that seemed uh, fairly becoming of the concept for a 2006 third person shooter 50 cent bulletproof seemed to have its heart where it matters i own this game but i've not been able to play it uh, i bought it after the Xbox had kind of gone out of fashion. I own an Xbox, but I just don't want to really hook it back up for this one game. And then from what I understand, I believe it never went backwards compatible on the Xbox 360. 
Uh, if it has, then I'll definitely be interested in uh, putting the disc back in and seeing seeing what it is like. But maybe uh, maybe one of these days on the Xbox One, huh. I can finally get my chance to play through Fifty Cent Bulletproof. It's kind of a sinister title for uh, for a game, considering that Fifty Cent has been shot at uh, no yeah, more, no, <laughs> several times. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the game stars not only Fifty Cent but also his G Unit band members Lloyd Banks, Tony Ayo, and Young Buck. And uh, so did the soundtrack. 50 Cent wrote pretty much an entire CD worth of music for this game. And it's not to the quality of at least his earlier stuff, but I, uh, I, I tend to like some of the music that's in here, uh, particularly this, this track that we're playing now called Hit Your Ass Up. This features 50 Cent, Tony Ayo, and it's, I think, kind of saved by Lloyd Banks, who typically runs circles around everyone he's on a track with, in my opinion. He's mm-hmm. a very, very clever lyricist. He has a really smooth delivery that I really like a lot. And, um, you know, this track would be kind of nothing to write home about if not for Lloyd Banks doing his his verse in the middle there. I think 50 Cent has a good, like, personality for rap, and Tony Yeo tends to bring a little bit more intensity to it. But uh, Lloyd Banks and um, Young Buck as well are the lyricists of the group. Shorty leaned over, but I'm Maggie, cause she got an overbite. I 
in that G unit hat. Sit, bitch, and get your window tub. Running around this bitch, pissy drunk with the snub. Niggas wanna get it crackin', we don't give a fuck. Boy, you fuck around, we gon' hit your ass up. It's a 50 cent, bitch, and get your window tub. Running around this bitch, pissy drunk with the snub. Niggas wanna get it crackin', we don't give a fuck. Boy, you fuck around, we gon' hit your ass up. And McKeel, you're bringing us a more modern track from Platinum Games. Yeah, Mad World. That, I think that was their debut game, right? So r- roughly released around the same time as, uh, as Infinite Space with a Nintendo DS. The soundtrack to Mad World was composed of... You, you mentioned uh, about uh, the, the genre of hip-hop kind of spreading out and diversifying. And the tracks on this whole soundtrack... They are being rapped on, but it's almost like dancey rock music rap kind of a affair, you know? Uh, very mm-hmm. nihilistic in nature, very rowdy and meant to induce aggression, I think. Uh, goes for pretty much all the tra- tracks on the, on the, on the soundtrack. Uh, I picked by far the most pleasant sounding track of this uh this whole ost by a guy called sick yg who i also don't have any other knowledge on other than that he also had one or two tracks on uh max anarchy or the anarchy rain soundtrack because platinum re- pretty much reused the whole this whole stable of artists for their uh for, for that sort of semi-sequel and it's called ain't that funny it sounds like uh, uh, samples from Chinese ethnic music uh, in there and a uh, kind of a driving beat. The interesting and the amusing things, uh, thing about these tracks is that they really tie into the themes and uh, the settings of the, the games they uh, are featured in. It uh, goes also for almost all of them. So it whole track sort of has a theme, running theme of nihilistic violence in it, which goes well with the... Uh, yeah, the the running man sort of uh, story background for uh, for Mad World, the the the, the violent uh, violent uh, TV show uh, theme, and it has some choice lyrics like "You die, I get paid more cash surviving this game. It's crazy, I get more money by killing these fools. Now ain't that funny?" And uh, a reference to the protagonist uh, Jack Kamen, uh going Jack, Jack, he's a psychomaniac. That's right, it's death on sight. It don't matter who's wrong or right. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of funny when you listen to it within the game and all the the stuff going on around you. Don't matter who's wrong or right, I just might catch a 
with more cheese. Gotta get the paper, be Jamaica, and these boss on the Undertaker. And ain't no shortage, you can't be laid off. In fact, rest in chaos. Respect, I just slaughter, don't be bothered. Watch where you step, it might be hot water. You oughta pay me now, cause right now it's about to go down. As I mentioned earlier, there's an interesting kind of crossover genre that I tend to like of、uh, Japanese rap music. And I think that this is demonstrated well in a couple series. I know the Persona series has a lot of it, and also、uh, the Katamari series tends to dabble in it every once in a while because they tend to dabble in pretty much everything. So, what I have is a, a remix from Katamari Forever called The Moon and the Prince and、uh, Lapeldon mix, I would guess.、Uh, this is written by Akitaka Tohoyama. And it's a、uh, remix of sort of、uh, The Moon and the Prince from the first Katamari game,、uh, which is、uh, semi rapish. And then they kind of lean into it a little bit heavier for this track. But I just like it for how different it is to the typical kind of American rap that I'm used to hearing. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do it. 
けだ俺は絶対に意思を曲げない止められない止まらない熱き魂高校で目を覚まし乗ってくんだろドゥユモザライ胸高鳴り出す塊だロリンロリンウェズマイホーミー超いい調子もう最高にどうにもこうにもやめらんないこういいボーイもガールもハマっちまうといい塊フォーライオーライ気が済むまで転がしてちょうだい With another familiar face. This is Snoop Dogg at it again. I was really excited when Harmonix announced that、uh, they had partnered up with Snoop Dogg to include some of his tracks in the、uh, Rock Band online store as Rock Band DLC.、Uh, they didn't announce how many tracks were coming to Rock Band or which tracks would be included. But they just said that they were working with Snoop Dogg and to expect something soon.、Mm. And that announcement preceded the The release of this DLC by about two years, if I remember correctly. Wow. And it was a very, very long time. I had kind of given up hope because, you know, I'm a big Snoop Dogg fan. I would have loved to have played some of his songs in Rock Band. But eventually,、uh, some of his songs did make their way onto 
the um, rock band, not the rock band network, but the, uh, the rock band online store. Three of those songs, I believe there was like nine in total or something like that. Uh, three of those songs had been completely re-recorded with uh, not only new vocals by Snoop Dogg, somewhat to kind of clean up the content of the tracks so they're not swearing and because, you know, rock band doesn't allow that kind of thing typically, uh, but also to record uh, new guitar tracks underneath to play a little bit nicer with the uh, rock band guitar setup. Yeah, because the original is uh, is from Doggy Style, his uh, debut album. Yeah, there were three tracks that they re-recorded. Two of them were from Doggy Style. There was The Shiznit, which is one of my favorite tracks on mm. that uh, seminal album. Mine too. And mm, I actually yeah. had a, a, a hip-hop radio show for about three years on a local station oh, cool. called The Shiznit. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's that and G's uh, and Hustlers I really like. And uh, another track that they re-recorded for Rock Band was Who Am I, What's My Name, which is also from Doggy Style, and then Riding in My Chevy from later on in his career. I picked out The Shiznit because, uh, not only just because I really like that song, but also because it's a good um, kind of indicator for what they did with these tracks and the really cool guitar work. They do a lot of kind of call and response with the lyrics and the guitar. They do a lot of kind of riffing in that way that um, Carlos Santana does, where he'll just kind of lay down a kind of a screaming lick kind of in between lines in the song. And they all typically end with a really cool guitar solo. Uh, which the song does as well. It's super fun to play if you're um, into rock band. I'd recommend picking it up uh, because, you know, it can't go wrong with Snoop Dogg and uh, guitar solos in the same track. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of the pack is just the straight recordings, uh, just as you would hear them on CD. So they have, you know, Beautiful and Drop It Like It's Hot and a few of his other kind of famous tracks from throughout his career. So if you're into that kind of thing, then uh, go ahead and pick that up. It's a uh, one of the more unique standout packs from Rock Band's long DLC legacy. Gotta get him for his grip as I dip around the corner. Now I'm on another mission, wishing upon a star. Snoop Doggy Dog with the caviar in the back of the limo. No demo, this is the real. Breaking fools down like he found a Holyfield shield. Till the next episode, I make money and I really don't love those. To tell you the truth, I swoop in the coop. I used to sell loot, I used to shoot hoop, but now I make hits every single day with my homie, the Diggy Dr. Dre. So way back in the cut, young fool, before you get popped, it's 187 and you know it don't stop. Getting hot, yes indeed it is. Snoop Dogg is on the mic, I'm about as crazy as beers. Marquis Sparks, Diggy, real quick, and let me hit you with some gangster. Oh, 
I lay back, stay back in the cut. Some fools try to play the D.O.G. like a mutt. I got a little message, don't try to see Snoop. I'm finna slap a trick, what's her name is Snoop? You try to see me on the TV, use a BG, Eagle Double G, yes, I'm a OG. You can't see my homie Dr. Dre. So what you fools really, really wanna say? Hey, gotta take a trip to the M.I.A. And blast you suckers with the M.F.A.K. I'm swerving in the coupe, the Lexus, Lexus from Long Beach to Texas, Texas. They want to get with this because Snoop Dogg is the lid. You mentioned earlier, Snoop Dogg was included in Tekken Tag Tournament 2. I don't believe he was a playable fighter, but he did have an entire stage that was yeah. dedicated to him, which is very <laughs> funny to fight yeah. in. It's a like a big kind of golden palace. It's, it's very Trumpy uh, <laughs> in a time before that became as sinister as it is now. But Snoop Dogg is there in the background, just kind of dancing along with the music as you're fighting in the foreground with you know, between your uh, kangaroo and your giant panda bear or whatever you were playing as in Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Mm. Um, and this song would play. It's called Knock Em Down. <laughs> and um, Mikhail, did you ever, uh, did you play Tekken Tag Tournament 2 when that was still um, like a, as big deal as it was? Uh, I played it, uh, I got Tekken Tag Tournament a couple of years after it was released, but uh, mm-hmm. I still uh, found it very amusing to, to fight on that stage and to, <laughs> to see what's going on. When when I was playing with a couple of friends uh, around the house, uh, we made sure to pick that stage and the Holland stage quite a lot. The Holland mm, stage yeah. is hilar- hilarious as well with the big cheeses and the flowers and everything, <laughs> the tulips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if this stage was in the Wii U version 
or whether they uh, did not include it. But if that if they did, then you could be dressed up as Mario or Captain Falcon with Snoop Dogg in the background, yeah. uh, which would be a very, uh, very funny crossover. That's what we, what we said. Snoop Dogg is pretty much a video game character and a yeah. video game icon uh, at this point. You know, he's uh... yeah. yeah, he was he was definitely in my Smash Bros lineup. My yeah. fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, knock him down by Snoop Dogg. Get ready for the next battle. I fade him. Ready. I fade him. I need that. I fade him. I fade him. Run it. I knock him down. I knock him down. Run it, homie. I knock him down. I knock him down. Run it, homie. I knock him down. I knock him down. I need that. I knock him down. 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 Run it, homie. I knock them down. Iron fist like Tekken. Jump kick, put tips on you in a second. Ready for the battle. You can pick the weapons. God fist combo. Here comes the blessing. Smash on your pronto from all directions. Line the fade up. Buttons get depressing. Hit you with the fisticuffs. Homie, you my next win. Get you powered up and come back for revenge. When I start checking chins, you won't last a couple seconds. Buster's gone in the wind. And doggy does it again. Stepping y'all, repping dog, tiptoe, wrecking this is taking y'all. I fade him, run it. I fade him, I need that. I fade him, I fade him, run it. I knock him down, I knock him down, run it, homie. I knock him down, I knock him down, run it, homie. I knock him down, I knock him down, I need that, need that. I knock him down, I knock him down, run it, homie. I knock him down, I knock him down, knock him down, Put down the sticks, survive a little fit. You about to get smashed on, probably get flipped, probably get kicked, so you probably gonna lose, so you probably about to quit. Riding dog, almost kicked your brains off, shots at number one and I still remain boss. Two and oh homie, first round draft pick, get your jaw broke, get laid down quick. You gotta have hands in this fighting tournament, so put it on thick, press start and go get punched in the lip. The winner keep playing and the loser get tipped, sat him on his pockets, he out of here quick, come on and go. Run it, I fade him, I need that, I fade him, run it, I knock him down, run it homie, I knock him down, run it homie, I knock him down, I need that, need that, I knock him down, knock him down, run it homie, I knock him down, knock him down, knock him down, down, down. This one goes out to the top selector, Snoop the OWG, aka Snoop Lion. Bob Marley reincarnated. Yeah, man. Take it.
coming back to the Platinum Games stable, Mikiel, why don't you take it away? Yeah, Anarchy Reigns, shamefully uh, underpromoted and underplayed uh, game uh, that I would have liked to see uh, get much for- further. Kind of like the uh, a beat em up uh, take on online multiplayer games. Uh, so instead instead of uh, running around with uh, looking through uh, Iron Sights, you would just run around and punch each other. It's kind of, kind of set in this uh, post-apocalyptic uh, setting, like Mad World. It's kind of a, a semi-sequel because it features some characters that come back, but it's yeah, they. It's almost as if the uh, the as if Mad World is ignored because it doesn't tie into any story threads or anything of Mad World. Basically, when you're playing the single-player mode or in the multiplayer mode, because the single-player mode is very much structured as an excuse for the type of fights you could be having in a multiplayer mode you you uh, walk through these ravaged environments and there's mutants running around there's pollution there's like all sorts of things going on and um i picked a track uh that might not be my favorite on the soundtrack but my favorite is by the the same guy that uh was uh that I, whose track i picked for uh, on on mad world but it's uh, it's a track that's very much kind of sets the scene for the uh, for the whole game it is uh it's by uh, a guy called Trey Dot, which sounds like a very generic rapper name i will i will just give you some some other uh choice lyrics that really tie into the the game's themes and the setting so streets are dominated by pollution and mutants and another one mutated creatures to destroy is the purpose i used to love the city now i spit on its surface so very very much uh taking the theme of the game very seriously this uh, this music is Y'all scared. Uh, I can see y'all 
Now, Carl, you're bringing us something a little bit different. This is not a track from a video game, but rather a track about a video game. Is that right? That's me summed up breaking boundaries, uh, breaking rules. <laughs> I think it was, a, you know, if we were to sort of restrict it purely to music from games, then we're not seeing like the, the, the full gamut, the full range of creativity that we can have because, you know, we're discussing these games and, and sometimes much as in quote unquote legitimate rap music in the charts, it's a way to tell a message. And, uh, and I find some of the, uh, the, the, Fan created stuff uh, by very talented artists can sometimes do more for me than the actual music from the game. And as a result, I had, there was a few tracks that I had to pick that fit this. Um, the first one is by an artist called Adam Warrock, who I've not seen that much of his stuff prior to this this recording, but this one immediately caught my attention. Um, not just because it's regarding Bioshock Infinite, a game we will be covering on Kid and Rinse this year in March, but that it tells a really good outline of the stories and the issues and the politics that belong in the universe of Columbia. Um, and I think it did it in, in telling that with, uh, with a, a very catchy musical background is something I really enjoy. And it's, it's something that uh, an artist I'm featuring later on has done for a long time on YouTube that I've, that I've followed and really appreciate. I just felt like this one deserved a shout out on a rap show like this. Uh, it's just some the, the creativity and, you know, the, the, the depth of the lyrics in meeting up to be authentic with the actual storyline of Bioshock Infinite was just, you know, re really, really well done in this track. Uh, it's called Columbia, but and it's by Adam Warrock, and it's from a game that, for good or bad, is rather well known um, for many different reasons. That's Bioshock Infinite. Say your goodbye. Call me 
a false prophet by the mark on my hand Fucking Bronco sends you down to the promised land Undertow washed away the sin Promises that I made to men Who said that they could take away the dead I had Shot Jackie got the gondola coming With a kiss from the devil I cut y'all on fire So now you're running Send crows to pick the corpses Where I dropped it No charge And let me take that silver out your pocket Everybody want a piece of me Because I broke through the defenses so easily And never mind the nosebleed Never mind my story Cause I'm here to get you out Parlez-vous français And yes that's how Y'all plan to fly away And if we hide away Long enough then maybe you and I can see a brighter day They say the city that never sleeps is on fire in 99 But right here in Colombia the weather is fine Welcome to Colombia High in the sky Where history's kinda different here So listen here Silver eagles in my pockets and a gun in my side Grab your sky hooks Get ready to fly Welcome to Colombia High in the sky Where history's kinda different here So listen here Silver eagles in my pockets and a gun in my side Touch the infinite So say your goodbyes Right, and then Carl, this next one, is this from the game or is this another fan piece? This this is another fan piece utilizing the main theme from the game. Um, so it's immediately recognizable with the backing track uh, from the 2013 reboot of the Tomb Raider franchise. Uh, this is a track called I'm Not Going Anywhere by another creative artist on uh, SoundCloud called Kadesh Flo, very, very talented rapper. Um, got some great tracks on there. This might be my favourite one of his, of all the ones he has on there, which is, you know, pre- pretty amazing given that it is based around the Tomb Raider game regarding sort of the, the spirit of Lara and not giving up and, 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 you know, seeing the challenge through to the end. There's some really clever wordplay uh, in the track that that's not so obviously about the game uh, you know at first listen not at least not in the same way that the track i picked prior to this and a track that i will pick later to this does um but once you're aware you can sort of really place the lyrics to the game and i think that that is 
you know, a very clever method uh, of putting a track together. He utilizes the main theme from Tomb Raider, uh, giving it, a, a, you know, a, a, an almost haunting backdrop that that's just really sticks out and uh, brings it together as a you know a product that's about a video game um and it's something that i really enjoyed when i listened to and has caused me to sort of follow kadesh flow a little bit more um so this is i'm not going anywhere by kadesh flow regarding the 2013 reboot of tomb raider
Our next track, as we mentioned before, is another kind of crossover between the Japanese culture and rap music. As I said, one of the series that takes advantage of the rap genre is Persona. Uh, they have a really cool sound of, uh, there's a lot of, of jazz in there, there's a lot of rap, there's a lot of J-poppy type of music, and I think it definitely sells the typically kind of interurban setting that these games are set in. And uh, this is a remix uh, from Persona 4 Dancing All Night. This is called Dance. This is composed by Shihoko Hirata. I like it. It's very upbeat. It's very uh, fun and fast-paced. And it has some, uh, some nice rap verses in there as well. So I thought it was worth including just to kind of give a little bit more diversity in the, the sounds of, uh, of songs being played today. Here's another one. Come on, let me 
Carl. This next one is really cool. I liked this one when I listened to yeah. it. Uh, it does a really good job of incorporating that very recognizable theme song from the Avengers. <laughs> Just kidding. Of course, <laughs> this is, uh, I always kind of rib that particular piece of music for being an almost direct copy, but instead it is from Overwatch. Why don't you uh, introduce this one as well? So this is from an artist that I've followed for at least five years through his YouTube channel. Um, the artist's called Dan Bullies, an English rapper uh, who has done many, many video game related tracks. Uh, his creativity never fails to astound me. Um, capable of, you know, slow rap, fast rap, um, changing the end of bars. Uh, to you know, in the sense that he's rapping his lyrics around, not actually as in he's rapping uh, of the music style, um, in a similar way to like the likes of Eminem, who's you know made a, made a career out of sort of half finishing sentences and flowing into the next line. Um, and he, this was a tough choice for which game to pick. I'll be honest. Uh, he, there's the Mass Effect One and Two rap is incredible. The Assassin's Creed Three. Uh, AKA the best game in the Assassin's Creed series rap um, blows me away with how deep it is into the Assassin's Creed lore of that title. Um, it's something that he continues to do rap over rap. These aren't just something that's loosely based on a game. These feature the characters, the stories. Um, and this one must have been some undertaking because he takes on the entire original Overwatch roster of characters um, with, you know, a line or two about each that has just had me listening to this one over and over since he released it in 2016. It's the Overwatch track uh, called Watch Over Me by Damble from uh, the only slightly well-known, I think, Overwatch that's just blown all records by. And for anyone who's played it, and has a favorite character, they'll be listening out for that character to appear in this rapper feel that they'll want to know what the lines are about it. And I just think in, t in terms of his creativity, this one just went above and beyond what I've heard from him over these years. And this is a guy who doesn't just do video game rap. He is a legitimate rapper. Uh, you know, he's got rap records. He does rap battles and stuff, but you know, he stayed true to, uh, the things that have made him popular on YouTube with his video game raps, and I think the Overwatch one may just be my very, very favourite of the lot. This is the Watch Over Me track by Damble regarding the game Overwatch. Oh, watch over So don't wait, hit quick play and get straight to the action It's bastion blasting baskets of bullets And factions, the turret looks back and in fashion Reinhardt will ride hard as a hammer on a stallion Chivalry's alive but he's not asking if he can marry her Valiant as Farah, human jump jet harrier Blasted a barrage with the power to sink galleons Zarya singing an aria, bringing a cannon, a bling and a barrier Strong as a mountain, betting a thousand pounds about to be able to carry in the matter whatever you are, it's really a really as hard as a gorilla in armour We're winning an instant when Winston's bananas Winston witness and you to send out an orb Of harmony, destruction or discord Forged in the core of war is orb You're watching me erect a new form of dwarf born Here's a fun fact, out in the outback jockwag TikTok boomed and kaboom like the kick on this drum track And when you reckon this rap's run amok I'll pull a roadhog and drag you right back with the hook oh. 
track to listen to today but before we get to that you can venture over to our forum at canandrince.com slash forum or uh, get in touch with us on twitter at canandrince where you can request your own tracks and we will play those on future sounds of play uh, we have a patreon over at patreon.com slash canandrince and you can support us there we have just started up our seventh volume of canandrince weekly podcasts that is around two hours of of intense in-depth video game discussion every week and uh, the occasional 11-hour pod whenever we feel like it. Just kidding, that's kind of a one-time, uh, very special thing to uh, wrap up the end of last year. If, you've, uh, if you want to go back and listen to a very thorough 11-hour discussion about um, almost every video game that we played in 2017, then that is available to you as well. No obligations, of course. Yeah, collectively, we played a lot of games. We, yeah. It turns out that... that that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> Collectively, we've played a lot of games. Subjectively, you're a sadist if you listen to the entire podcast. <laughs> I've been Ryan Heyman, and I would like to thank Mikhail and Carl for joining me again today. We are leaving with another one of the 
um, I think kind of one of the early runners to the fan video game rap category. I don't want to uh, gloss over uh, this guy called uh, Mega Ran, who did a lot of mm-hmm. me- yep. Mega 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 Man raps, and I think maybe he was a little bit before that or around the same time. Yeah, could be uh, as well. Yeah, and uh, I think MC Frontalot was a member of the nerd rap community as well from pretty mm. early on. Uh, but anyways, this is from the Adventures of Dwayne and Brando, and uh, they put out, I believe, just one or two CDs of uh, of music, of uh, kind of collections of their music. Um, and this one came from the LP of Devastation. This is called Mega Man 2, probably their best known track. And it's basically almost like a almost like a rock opera, so to speak. I guess making rock operas about Mega Man is a pretty popular thing to do. Uh, but it's entirely based on the music from the Mega Man 2 NES game. And it kind of walks through each of the bosses as they have kind of a, a rap battle between them, which is is fun. It's fast paced. It's a little difficult to understand if you're not watching the lyrics. And so if you have trouble with it, I'd, I'd recommend going onto YouTube. There are some good videos to back this up as well. And um, I just find it very, very lighthearted and playful and fast paced and intense. Uh, they do a great job on the guitar, on the uh, background music, and the raps are pretty entertaining as well. So, this is Mega Man 2. Thank you for listening as we wrap this one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it.
not fucking with you. Bastard. You will never make